Attention, everybody stop what you're doing. It's time for KCOU, The Unwritten Rule, a comedic sports show from the heart of Missouri, alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren. Here is your host, Jack Knowlton. What is going on, everybody? Happy Friday here on KCOU 88.1 FM. It's The Unwritten Rule. We're back. Kenny, Peyton, Jack, you know the score. Um, guys, how's I don't know the score. You don't know the score? What's 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 the score? That's give me give I, me a score. I don't know. Just a score. Rams thirty four. No, not that not that score. Uh, Vanderbilt twenty four. Vanderbilt seventy. Mizzou sixty two. Ah, that's a good segue into what we are of course talking about first, which is the struggles that continue to plague both Mizzou basketball programs. Um, but are you guys having a good week at least? Before we dive into to some some difficulties for, for it's Mizzou. been busy. But it's almost over, so that's nice. This is true. Um, I'm ready for the Super Bowl to be over. That's why it's Friday. Just ready to be into the next phase of sports, you know? Ready to just be in a new chapter. <laughs> what's, already... what's the next phase? Uh, not football anymore. You're tired of football? I'm tired of this season of football. It's been a tough one. Why has it been a tough one? Aaron Rodgers won MVP. The Bears did not do anything good for Justin Fields. It was not fun for me this year. Was not enjoying football very much. Sorry to hear that. It's okay. Kenny, how's your week? <laughs> it's going Just by quick. I feel, like, I feel like every week that passes, life moves faster to the inevitable end. Um, so I, I like wow. to get dark there, yeah. Wow. Can someone turn the lights off? This is... I Gangnam styled before the show today. This was quite the start. I'm having, a, I'm having an all right week. You I'm know, just ready for the week to be over. I'm writing a short story right now for my English class. It's about a uh, a guy who all he wants to do is gritty, but you know his 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 parents are making him go to to pottery school and learn how to do pottery instead of gritty. <laughs> but all he wants to do is gritty. This is ridiculous. Get <laughs> off the air. I don't want to be on the anymore. <laughs> Uh, real quick, before did you guys we know start... the Super Bowl was this week? Like, I I feel like every every other commercial is, is not the Super Bowl. It yeah. is this week. I hate I I keep seeing on Twitter like people teasing what their Super Bowl commercials are going to be. I don't like that. Like, um, let it be a surprise. GM Doritos. GM is teasing that they're going to have Doctor Evil in their commercials. I don't I don't I wanted to just I why can't I just be surprised? Um, why can't I just be surprised that Doctor Evil is in the commercial? Like when he appears. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't know, man. The commercials I noticed, the quality's been going down. Doritos used to make me laugh. Doritos hasn't made me laugh in a few years. It's just sad commercials now. Yeah, some of them are just people that get they're too that far. Hijack the commercials and make them happy or sad rather. It's stupid. Don't have a profound message during the Super Bowl. All right. <laughs> I guess looking at a chip makes you laugh. You what? said Doritos make you laugh. Why, why, why does a Dorito... The company that makes the commercials for Doritos. Frito-Lay? Just move on to the basketball. This is <laughs> All ridiculous. Right. We're talking basketball. We'll obviously Real get quick, into before the... we move on, so, wow. uh, tune in, kcou.fm. The text line is 573 Did you tweet it? Yes, it has been Did tweeted. 573-557-5134. Reversal of the roles today, Kenny. No, I just wanted I, someone else to say I'm thunder. tired of being interrupted. I beat you oh. <laughs> and your Kirkland signature sweatshirt to the punch. Yeah, Kenny's got a Kirkland uh, Kirkland water sweatshirt that he got from Costco. 
the the fit today it just for says Kenny signature. It's not water. Isn't doesn't does Kirkland Kirk, makes, oh, Kirkland a lot makes of way stuff. more than water? I'm sure. Store yeah. brand. I don't know why I thought the first thing like the first thing. I, I mean was Kirkland water. water bottles. My friend Aaron's yeah. mom got it for me. My friend, you're still <laughs> oh, doing Was that a good callback? It, it was. She's not listening today. Week. She has a uh, review session. So, um, Before we start yeah. the show, actually, um, Jack is actually starting a new segment today That's true. to open up the show, so I'll let him take it from Oh, here. yes. I'm, I've audibled from my, from my soccer pronunciation guide, actually. So from now on, uh, one of us will wear a jersey to the show, or, or multiple. We're not really going to plan it. Um, but today I wore... A Indiana Pacers Malcolm Brogdon jersey. I'm not a Pacers fan, um, but Kenny and I uh, two years ago went to a game with a couple of other friends. Um, it was kind of unfortunate because neither Demontis Sabonis, who's obviously not in the Pacers anymore, um, or Miles Turner played, and they were playing the Pistons. Derrick Rose didn't play. Derrick Rose didn't play for the Pistons. Blake Griffin did not play for the Pistons. Um, Andre Drummond. Andre play. Drummond did not play for the Pistons. Luke Kennard so. played. That's what mattered. it was. The Luke Kennard show. But Left-handed I, Luke Kennard. I decided to purchase a Malcolm Brogdon jersey, and I like it. It's it's fun. I wear it sometimes. He used to play for the Bucks. It's hurt right now, but that's the new segment. It's jerseys. We'll have a jersey story every week. Speaking Hopefully. of basketball, you know where Malcolm Brogdon didn't go? Vanderbilt or Mizzou? It's true. Wow, what a segue. That's true. Vanderbilt uh, did take on Mizzou. Uh, Mizzou. Coming off of a win against Texas A&M after four straight losses uh, to Alabama, Auburn, Iowa State, and Florida, they went right back to losing ways against Scotty Pippen Jr. and the Vanderbilt Commodores. They lost seventy to sixty-two. Um, Javon Pickett, fifteen points off the bench for the Tigers, led the way for them. Every player for the Vanderbilt Commodores was in double figures in scoring. Scotty Pippen Jr., nineteen points uh, in this one. Guys, did you watch the game? How was yes. it for Mizzou basketball? Bad. Um, yeah, Scottie Pippen Jr. doesn't play basketball, okay? The way he plays is not real hoops. He just goes – he plays like James Harden, but it's less fun to watch. Um, he just draws a lot of free throws. He gets to the line, and he sinks like maybe – he had 19 points, you said. He probably went 17 of 20 from the line. Um, it's probably not that extreme. But, yeah, Mizzou just – my goodness, Dejuan Gordon, especially, is, who is supposed to be such a great defender, has just been cooked by every single above-average guard as of late. Appleby got to him and kept getting to the line against Mizzou, and that eventually sank them. And the so, same thing happened here. Um, what I say? It's, well, I was just going to say it's almost like Dejuan Gordon oh. wasn't playing Power 5 basketball last season and is... Yeah, now he did. trying. He was to, at K State. He was at K State. We traded oh, him for Mark I'm Smith. Oh, I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of um, Amari Davis. I'm thinking of Amari Davis. I got that. Yeah, Amari up. Davis was not very good this game either. He, he was not points. in his mid-range Duffy. He was two for <laughs> ten from the field today or that day. Um, no assists, no rebounds. No assists. It points. was just not a good get game all around. Mizzou did have a flurry there in the second half where they scored on ten straight possessions, um, and they took the lead again. But then, I mean, Caleb Brown, the biggest positive I can take away from this game, Caleb Brown looked awesome. He looked like Steph Curry. He hit a three from the logo. <laughs> he looked, hit seven points. No, he <laughs> no. you had to see this, man. This three ball he hit as the Fair. shot clock was about to expire from the star, the Vanderbilt star on that stupid court they have. You don't like the court um, with, it the, is with, so the, with the bleachers where you can see like the whole thing? The Kenny said it best. It. Yeah, man, I got courtside seats at, to the Vanderbilt game. We're like 40 feet away. 
You um, sit fair. below the court. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. It's so quirky. Oh my gosh. Like Vanderbilt's yeah. so cool. Oh, Vanderbilt, that's so cool. I mean, listen, they got to have something unique because they don't exactly get the yeah, results. Yeah, the grade point average. The... That's it. Enjoy it. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, Mizzou, I mean, they were good defensively in the first half, but they were terrible offensively. Then they were good offensively in the second half. They were terrible defensively. The main thing for Mizzou, this season is going nowhere, obviously. If they're. They'll max out with a win in the SEC tournament max. Um, but it's just not a good team. Boogie Coleman got put in the doghouse. Um, Conzo said, You come, the fans go to watch Mizzou, not you. Um, Ooh, harsh. And he said directly, When you break the game plan and start shooting too many threes on your own, it's going to lead to less playing time. Boogie only played three minutes in the second half. So. That's not a good situation. Some Xavier Pinson tournament vibes. Mm-hmm. For Just Coleman. not a good look uh, for Mizzou. Um, hopefully they right the ship somehow, but it just doesn't look very good. I think it was interesting how Mizzou and Vanderbilt, they both scored like 22-27 in the first half, and then 40-43 and 43 in the second half. They both turned it up. They both turned it up. Um, other than that, I didn't really watch as much of this game. I was uh, reporting on something else, but... Um, I would actually, I'd like to adjust the starting five for Saturday. Um, I know it hasn't been announced yet. They're going to play Ole Miss. What's the Van Doren um, starting five? So I got, you know, Kobe and Brazil on the blocks, the two forwards. There's no right. true center on this team. I'm not counting Jordan Wilmore. Um, Nobody. Why does. not? What do you mean, why <laughs> no, not? I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, bringing up the ball, I, I don't see Boogie starting this game unless he did something over the next three days to make Conzo Martin happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to say start Caleb Brown. Start Caleb Brown, start Dejuan, start Amari. Um, bringing up the ball, I would like to see a lot of Kobe and Caleb. Um, you know, there's no true point guard either on this team. Yeah. Someone like Amari Davis who I you would, thought. I really would like to just see them try Amari Davis bringing the ball up. Because I, that's what I thought they were going to do most of the time. And they haven't done it really at all. I'd take Dejuan before Amari. Dejuan's fast. He can handle the ball. But he just he's not really he's not the guy they're giving it to. Uh, coming up the floor, but they, they I think that's my not. starting five yeah. for Saturday. They don't trust anybody running the point. Well, we mm-hmm. saw that against. I thought they did a great job against Auburn. How they bring it up and then they try to um, well, collapse the defense on one person and find someone open. Yeah, they, they they definitely they did their homework. They did their homework for that game, but that's not a sustainable. Yeah, you know, method well, of of. There, all these players are almost on the same level, except for Kobe Brown. Yeah, uh, there's no true point guard. There's no true center. They have, the they thing have about the, Caleb Brown, I see like traits of a successful player eventually, but he's still like just for now. Raw, yeah. He's raw. He's still too awkward with the ball. I think I really don't know if you can rely on him being your true point guard right now. Well, I'm not saying he's a true point guard. I'm saying him and uh, there's no true point guard on this team, so it's him and Kobe bringing the ball up like they did with Boogie and Kobe for the last couple games. Right. Yeah. No, I get what maybe. You're um, they have the exact opposite problem that the Cavs do with their starting lineup, where the Cavs have two true point guards and three centers, and Mizzou has no true centers and no, no point, point guards. guards. Um, yeah, the struggles continue, too, for uh, Mizzou women's basketball. Um, they lost last night to Tennessee. Oh, the SEC is just brutal. It, it really is a brutal a brutal run. I'm bummed. It's been a disappointing season. I think overall they're 16-8 and eight now. They're now below 500 in the SEC I'm getting nervous. I'm I'm slated to go call their tournament run in Nashville in the spring, and now I'm worried they're not going to get a very good seed. Um, they've lost two in a row. But like we said, 
Um, Mizzou men's basketball is in action tomorrow against Ole Miss. That's a home game, so you can hear that on KCOU 88.1 FM. It's at 7. Tune in. Um, and, yeah, we'll have to see if it what they can salvage out of this season. We'll see if Kenny's uh, lineup comes to fruition, if that's what Conzo goes with. Oh, Saturday is also the Rally for Ryan game. Forgot about that. <laughs> no comment. Great cause. Okay, moving on. Um, we're going to go to the professional. Just uh, the students get to go to the Rally for Ryan game, so it's a great, great thing. True. True. Okay. Yep. That's, Peyton, that's I'm it. gonna I'm gonna make you donate money. Okay. Let, let's make a bet on air right now. Um, if Mizzou does beat Ole Miss, you have to donate ten bucks to Rally for Ryan. Think you sure. Should, I think you should just do that okay. anyway. Because it, by the time the game's over, they probably won't be accepting donations. They accept anymore. donations year round. Oh, yeah. Well, that's how it's a charity. That's how, that's how charity works. <laughs> Sorry, we only accept donations Monday through. I didn't Friday know if it was a fifty fifty. <laughs> it's a fifty fifty raffle. I thought. Well, yeah, but the, you pay for the raffle ticket. But you can't do that. You can still donate money. You can still to donate money yeah, to the charity. It's not like the charity is only open for two hours. How about we just watch how year. the game goes first before <laughs> we figure out? All right, we're moving on to the NBA. Um, some big moves happening in the NBA yesterday. It was the trade deadline. Um, it is obviously headlined. We'll just jump straight into it with the trade between the 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets. It had been rumored for a little while, but James Harden and Ben Simmons are both on the move. Brooklyn traded James Harden and Paul Millsap to the 76ers for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, two first-round picks, and um, oh, I'm blanking the last player. Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond. There you go. Um, what were your guys' first impressions of that trade? Who won it? And how does this shake up the East? I was like, forward? wow, James Harden really is a toxic teammate uh, because this is the third team in three years, and uh, it always seems to get ugly when he leaves. Um I think I don't know really who to say one. I think it's good for both sides. I mean, I know the Nets like everyone thought they were going to get Maxi or Thibel, Thibel, however you say it. It's Thibel, um, yeah. It's Thibel. Um they wanted to get one of those. They didn't get either. They got two firsts. Um so I think the trade probably is the f- for the best for both sides. Harden clearly didn't want to play in Brooklyn anymore. Ben Simmons didn't want to play in Philly very clearly. Yeah, Ben anymore. Simmons is going to be in Miami, I think, for their next game mm-hmm. already for the Nets. So I think it works for both. Yeah, I, I think my first impression was I think, like you said, it works for both. I think it probably works for the – I don't know. I, I Kenny, do you, do you have a winner in this trade? Um, I think right now it's the Sixers. Um, they – actually got someone that can yeah. play with Joel Embiid this season. Joel Embiid's you know, talent's kind of going to waste if he doesn't have another star alongside him. I know Ben Simmons is a little baby. And <laughs> little baby, shout out the rapper. Uh, but Ben Simmons, you know, he gets to go play in Brooklyn. Congrats to him. Uh, maybe he'll actually play for once. Um, I think it's cool that Andre Drummond is back with his uh, center counterpart from Detroit. You know, oh, talking Blake about? Griffin, Blake yeah. Griffin, they're back together. Um, Seth Curry, who was a well. When there was that little bit of a tampering thing that Daryl Morey got in trouble with last year when he wanted to bring Steph to play with Seth. Um, I think it's funny Seth's gone. I'm sorry about that. Whoa. Um, I think it's – I think Mike D'Antoni should have been thrown into the trade. I, I, I think they should have made a – just like Is a he clause that he, he's he can still be the traded. Assistant, right, for the- yeah, he's the assistant coach. And uh, they put Daryl Morey, James Harden, Mike D'Antoni back together – Run it back, they win the championship next year. Yeah, they win what what could have been down in Houston. What could have they, been. they win for the Sixers. Yeah. 
Actually, you reminded me of why I think the Nets really won this trade is because I think not only if Ben Simmons has clearly already shown the enthusiasm that he wants to play right away and he wants to be that playmaker that the Nets and everyone in the NBA knows he can be, um, I think, for one, there's no better player to playmake with than Kevin Durant. Um, You know, you're feeding the greatest scorer, arguably, of all time in terms of his versatility. Um, But I also think Seth Curry was huge for them. You know, people can talk all they want. I, first of all, don't think they wanted Tyrese Maxey very much. People can talk all they want about how they didn't get Thibel and they maybe could have tried to get Thibel in that deal. I think Seth Seth Curry is a huge acquisition for them. Um, Just another guy to... Uh, stretch the floor. Um, he's just a great shooter, especially when you have Ben Simmons, who you know is not taking a three-pointer, and mm-hmm. you know is going to occupy that paint area with. He's someone, not taking any shots. Yeah, with someone like Andre Drummond or Nick Claxton or whoever you're starting. Um, I don't remember what the status of Joe Harris is. I don't think he's been playing. I don't. His I, status he is that he's hurt. a certified bucket. Joe Harris. Yeah. Well, he's he can awful. shoot. Seth Curry and sh- can shoot. I, he, he can I don't shoot. remember if he's out for the season, but. Seth, hurt, Seth Curry yeah. is a Seth Curry is a is a that's a that that's what puts it over the line for me for favoring the Nets um, in that trade. Do you guys think one of these two teams uh, will win the Eastern Conference as a result? No, no, no. The no. Nets have won; have lost ten in a row. There's no coming back. Okay, who They're do you, like who do you have? Then? The Bulls. The Bulls. Bulls and four. Bulls and four to the finals over who? Uh, the Bucks. Yeah. No, the Bucks will be in the finals. I don't think. I really don't see the Nets like being able to gel enough. Um, Kyrie still can't play at home, and I think that's going to wind up costing them at some. The point. two and a half Nets. Mm-hmm. Have you seen those? Mm-hmm. Those uh, those jokes. Those are funny. Kenny, do you have a, a favorite? In the I East don't know. The Heat. Still? The Heat do have Kyle Guy, and uh, they're in first place. Kenny right does now. love Kyle. Uh, um, <laughs> no, I'm I'm, I'm going to take the Bucks again. I think they make it back. Um, I think it'd be like at at this point right now, just how the season's going. I would take Warriors Bucks. Yeah, I I was speculating and just when I saw this trade, I didn't I still don't worry for how the Bucks match up with either of these teams, whether it's the Sixers or the Nets. I think you can have Giannis and Joel Embiid kind of cancel each other out. You can put Drew Holiday on James Harden. That's about as good of a defender you're going to get guarding someone like James Harden. Um and then with the Nets, I mean Ben Simmons is is weird, but you know, if you put Ben Simmons on Giannis, I think Giannis still wins that matchup. You put KD on Giannis, Giannis still wins that matchup. Who guards Chris Middleton then? I, I don't know. I, I don't, it makes it more fun, though. It definitely is going to make it a more fun title race because I do think the Nets are going to get a lot better. I think the Sixers are going to stay right where they were. The Heat are always a dark horse, like you said. Chicago, I'm excited to see what happens in the playoffs. I want to see if they can make up for that lack of depth. Uh, they won't. They probably won't. No, they probably won't. We'll have to see. A um, couple other moves. We saw the Kings make a few moves during this little trade window. Um, they flipped DeMontis Sabonis. Sorry, they flipped Tyrese Halliburton to the Pacers um, for DeMontis Sabonis. Um, they also lost Marvin Bagley in a four-team deal. They got Dante DiVincenzo. They obviously got Sabonis. Um, kind of a weird, Kind of a weird spot for them. Portland Trailblazers, same thing. It looks like they're blowing it up to try and still rebuild around Dame, which I think makes no sense. I would like to point out about the whole Portland um, Fiasco. situation is that I know they're clearing up a lot of space, the like cap space to spend. Right. But the issue is how are you going to tell someone, hey, you should come play for Portland when it's only Damian Lillard? I know Damian Lillard is probably well-liked around the NBA uh, you know, superstar world, but 
that's the same. It's the same thing for other sports. When Ken Griffey Jr. was in Seattle, it was so hard for the Mariners to bring in players that were with, like the same talent to play with him. So yeah. I don't know how well it's going to be to sign somebody for the for Portland, but maybe this off season or next year they'll start trading for bigger names on kind of smaller deals. I want to read you the top five names that are available in free agency this week. John Wall, not week, this year. John Wall, Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, Kyrie Irving, Gary Harris. What's the common problem with all of them fitting with Portland? They're all point guards. They're all guards. So you're going to, no matter what they're doing and trying to clear up cap, you, you're, like, you're running it back with Damon CJ, basically, mm-hmm. with an upgraded well, CJ. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah. like you replace CJ with Bradley Beal. With Joe Ingles. With Joe Ingles. <laughs> yeah, you're right. An injured Joe Ingles. They also traded for him. Um, then they lost Norman Powell and Robert Covington. Roco. It's weird. It's weird. Both them and the Kings. I feel terrible for Kings fans. I think the trade, the trades they made right now probably gets them into the play-in game. Um, you know, and then maybe they sneak a win and get in the playoffs for the first time since I think 2006. Sure feels like it. Um, and but what are you doing in the long term? I mean, you've you've gotten rid of Tyrese Halliburton, who's one of the best young players in the NBA. I think that was a, a silly move. They should have they could have traded De'Aaron Fox for Sabonis, and they could have kept. Halliburton, I think that would have been that would have been better for them in the long term. But Could we'll have they to have see. traded Fox for him? I think so. I think like it might have been tougher because I think the Pacers see Halliburton and say, "All right, we're also kind of rebuilding. He's a good future piece." Mm-hmm. But who knows? Um, did I miss any? What are, what are the trades we got? Anything else major uh, go down? Uh, Goran Dragic for Thad Young. Goran Dragic for Thad Young. There you mm-hmm. go. Uh, the Bulls didn't make any moves, right? No, they didn't. To the buyout market we go. To the buyout market we go. No moves for the Rockets either, Kenny. No, they got uh, they Dennis Schroeder. They and Did Freedom. They get Bruno for Fernando, but they, oh, they nice. released Freedom. But they gave That's up Daniel right. Tice, who's right. barely played this season. There you go. And they uh, released Augustine and <laughs> the guy Armani from Brooks. Yeah, Payton's, Armani Brooks. Yeah. Peyton has one of that video of DJ Augustine that you always uh, tweet out when, mm-hmm. he, when he made the shot against the Raptors. Five to shoot. <laughs> Three to Augustine. shoot. He'll take... You bet, DJ Augustine. He was cold. He was cold blooded. He was cold blooded. Don't disrespect DJ Augustine. That man That's what sat we're learning through here. the 2011 12 Bobcats. He's afraid of nothing. Yeah, facts. The one who, the, that was the team everyone the, said the, that like, Kentucky team could beat. Yeah, the nine and like 50 because yeah. it was a bit lockout. It was, it was Kemba's rookie year on the Bobcats. Mm-hmm. Wild times. Um, I think the last trade to point out was Kristaps Porzingis. That's right. That's, that is the other big one. Yeah, Kristaps Porzingis to the Wizards. The Unicorns now a Wizards. Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie. You have the Unicorns and Wizards. Just fantasy playing out there. Um, I just think the Mavericks could have gotten more. Um, Dinwiddie's good. He's averaging like 13 I points mean, a game this year. Kristaps never plays. He's never healthy. Right, and that is that is the other issue. I still think, though, because Kristaps arg- has arguably been his best for the Mavericks this season other than when they were in the bubble. I think they could have lobbied for more and, and gotten something something better from, you know, I, our friend Luke Magnanti pointed this out to me yesterday. Um, they got a low-value trade from a team that's kind of offloading pieces, which I think is is just bad business if you're the Mavericks. Um but they re-signed uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. They gave him a big contract, and they people did. were happy about that. So we'll have to see. Trade deadline rolls on. I'm excited. 
Are you guys are you guys excited for the rest of the season? The East is looking crazy. No. Not really. No? There's nothing to be excited for for my team, so oh, fair. Bulls not. are just gonna lose in the first round. <laughs> you're just waiting really for the matter. inevitable. You're not yeah. gonna you're not gonna enjoy the regular season. No, because like I'm missing Caruso. Mm. Um it's just bad. Bad. <laughs> Even when they're good, it's bad. That's this is kind of sad. The it's only bad. thing to look forward to is if the Warriors do win the finals, is that Clay Thompson gets the trophy over Steph, Steph Curry. So Steph Curry never oh, wins, never wins a, a Finals MVP. Yep. The narrative continues. Yeah, Fraudell Curry, his 13-year Jeremy Lin sanity run is over. <laughs> he can't shoot anymore. It's over. I think. Uh, I think it, once he gets that trophy, that you know conference or the finals mvp he's retiring then, no then then i can say he's a hall of famer yeah. I, I think he's on cuffs right now i think it would take you know the 10 years 75 percent of the major league baseball ballot to get in i don't really know how the <laughs> nba ballot works but everyone anyone and everyone that has picked up a basketball will get into well if NBA, you if you touch the basketball if you touched an mvp trophy yes you're automatic. Oh, yeah. totally um oh the other thing uh the all-star game lineups got picked yesterday and the only thing we can really talk about there like we can you know you can dive into into whatever you want in terms of how they drafted. Did you guys see LeBron trolling Kevin Durant yep. when James Harden was the last pick? Mm-hmm. They that were picking so other funny. players over him. Yeah, for a they while. Were, there, he was. He picked, Fred Van Vliet. He picked Fred Van Vliet over James over Harden. Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert got picked over. Well, that was the funniest part is he already had Jokic and Carl Anthony Towns. And then well, he Pat goes. Well, not in the same. Well, but he's, vein. he's a center, though. I'm saying that he already had two centers and then he went and said well i need they some have, size they have Giannis. i need some more size i'll pick up i'll pick up rudy gobert, rudy gobert instead of james harden that was so funny lebron's like hiding behind the clipboard i don't know how kevin durant is just so emotionless i would have been dying of laughter <laughs> if it was me trolling yeah, like that i would have been cracking because he wasn't trolling no, I, he, he, he think, just truly didn't want I think him. That's some he, element, he was being serious. No, I think that's some element element of all of what he does. Like, because mm. I know he's on Twitter a lot and stuff. He means a lot of that. I fully believe that. Is like he he actually like backs it. And even though it comes off as a troll, that's what makes it so effective. Because yep. he actually like he actually like, believes it. Um, yeah, that was hilarious. All Star Game will be fun. Um, go team LeBron. Because yeah, Giannis on team. Um, Go. Did you guys see the? Antetri- what team is DDR on? DDR. Demar Derozan. Oh, he's on LeBron. Team LeBron. Go team LeBron. Go team LeBron. All right. Should we send it to a quick break? Okay, we will kick it to a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna do quick hits and all that fun stuff. Don't want to miss it. It is currently 3:26 Central Standard Time here in Columbia, Missouri. We'll be right back with more unwritten rule after this. And welcome, welcome back, everybody, to the Unwritten Rule here on KCOU 88.1 FM. Hope everyone's having a fantastic Friday. We're going to dive into quick hits. Um, first one, of course, is a spelling bee. Kenny, you got the names ready already? Yeah, I've got it ready. Time. Um, we'll start it off. Uh, this what, is yeah, the Super this, yeah. Bowl MVP edition. Um, I started this on Monday. It's actually really hard. There's a lot of common names for Super Bowl MVP. We'll start it off. Um, this guy recently retired. Uh, he won seven Super Bowls. No, it's not Tom Brady. I'm not going to do that. That would have been too easy. Um, this one, he played for the Raiders. Uh, his name is Fred Billet 
Nikov. Belitnikov. Oh, Belitnikov. That, yeah. There's, a, what's there's the, an award named after. Is that the? It's the best wide receiver. Yeah, he was a wide receiver for the Raiders. Interesting. 14 yeah. seasons. Oh, uh, okay. Time. Do you want to go first? Because I'm pretty sure I had no Fred this is his first name? Yeah, you don't have to spell Fred. F-R-E-D. Go ahead, Peyton. Take it away. Belitnikov. B-I-L-E-T-N-I. K-O-F-F, Bolitnikov. Correct. Hey! Uh, next one. Uh, quarterback played for the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Troy Aikman? Roger no. Staubach. It is Roger Staubach. Oh, right. Roger I'll, I'll the Dodger. I'm going to give you his nicknames. Roger the Dodger, Captain America, Captain Comeback. I didn't know that any of those. Do you want us to spell those? No. <laughs> Captain America. Can you spell He's the first Roger man the Dodger? Hail Mary. Um, okay, Staubach. Okay, S-T- <laughs> Do you think it's AU or OU? I know what it is. I'm going to see if you know. S T A U. Yep. B A C H? Yep. Correct. I got one. Yeah, so those are the two. I guess there we go. These are pretty easy ones. Yeah. Um, next one is um, Lynn Swan. Oh, that's easy. You want to go? Do you want to go? Uh, okay. You can go. Well, I know. Lynn. It. Do you think it's L Y N N or L I N N? Yes. Okay, L Y N N, Lynn. S W A N, Swan? Nope. Nope. S W A N N. Correct. Boom. Um, if you guys it. can tell me what Lynn Swan does now outside of football, he, I will give you 10 bucks. He's a Swan keeper. Like he. Uh, can we get a hint? Oh, he's, he doesn't do this anymore. From 2002 to 2005. It was, uh, it was <laughs> a under, long time ago. Yeah, it was under George Bush. Oh my gosh, was he on his cabinet? He was a chairman of the President's Council on Physical Fitness and Sports. Oh, Lord. <laughs> He's a Republican. That's a baller job. That is kind wow. of a, that, that's kind of sound like a fun job. Uh, so I've never heard out. of this guy. Uh, he was a fullback for Kyle check. the oh Miami gosh. Dolphins. A fullback? Two-time Super Bowls. Larry Zonka? Yeah. That's a good guess. I know, wow. I, know who guess. I know how to spell it, though. Do it. L- no, I, I actually want to hear. Uh, okay, well, it's Larry. Uh, L-A-R-R-Y. Larry. Yeah. And then you go. Okay, Zonka. <laughs> Z. Wrong. Okay, Wrong. what is it? Oh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's C-S. N- yep. I'm trying to remember if there's a Z or if it just goes. I'm going to say C-S-O-N-K-A. Mm-hmm. Correct. Larry wow. Zonka. Yeah. It's, wait, C-S? C-S? C-S. Zonka. It's a Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Last name. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I couldn't remember if it was C-S-Z. <clears throat> Or CSO. CSZ. I, thank you enough. for pronouncing it because I wasn't going to get that. Yeah, it's Larry Zonka. Fair enough. Is that it? Yeah. Um, so next one is our beat of the week. Uh, I jumped on into the Russian ping pong world uh, this week, <laughs> and I'm taking the over of 66.5 or 66 and a half. Um, yeah, me and Kenny were looking at this. Let me try to find. I, I can't. I can't pronounce these to save my life. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Wait. Our, our, who are we picking to win this Rashtutov, Radla. Radlikovsky? Oh, they changed the lines. Oh, I think this guy got dropped. <laughs> their game, their game got dropped. They, they what? Did? Yeah. All right, wait, so, let's, let's pick this one. Hold on. Let's pick this one today at 345. Dmitry Voronov versus Alexei Kazakov. I think it's safe to take Dmitry minus five and a half here. Oh, no. Alexei's been on Alexi's been on a roll. No, I'd like to point out the one I that like I... Alexi... I'm going Alexi plus five and a half. Oh, wait. I'm looking at the wrong line. Sorry. I like Kazakov with the under here. 
scroll up. Do you, so you see take... there's live betting for this too? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I put some on a no Melahov Mel- here. So the game that was on here well, that plus, was scheduled for tomorrow was a tw- was a sixty um, six and a half over under. Yeah. And the average over under is about 73, 74. Yeah, so it was so a, ha- a hammer thing. The over. hammer the over. But the spread you, was gonna get. It was because it was gonna be a blowout, man. Yeah. Well, so you play to eleven, and the spread was eleven. <laughs> so it was a one sixteen situation yeah. that we were if we were looking at there. Uh, so that was our beat of the week. Jumping some Russian ping pong this weekend, uh, boys and girls. Um, Dirty bird of the week. Uh, there's no team that was going to give it to since he was going to give it to L- Liverpool. Liverpool won yesterday, yeah. so they did make dir- Dirty bird of the week. So take that. Red I'm boy. dreading the week they lose because then I'll have to endure. Led you by two. Jurgen Klopp. Oh, good, good uh, one. I don't know anything else about Liverpool. Um, You'll never way. walk alone. And that's it. So the dirty, ah, hit, sorry. The dirty bird bad. of the week is uh, Riley Hawk, son of Tony Hawk. He is now dating Francis Bean uh, Cobain, daughter of <laughs> Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love. So congrats to them. Wow. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> there was no, there dirty was no sports bird. team. Uh, so the best thing I learned this week, uh, don't leave your wallet in your back pocket. <laughs> Um, I lost my wallet this week. Uh, my mom and dad are listening. I don't know if they knew about this, but I did lose my wallet. Got it back the next day. Um, oh, you never told your parents? I think I told my mom. I'm not okay. really sure, but I got my wallet back. I took out all the important stuff, put it in my backpack. So we're good. Nice. We also learned that the people of Hickman are very nice. Very nice we'll people. Credit to the people of Hickman. The purple QPs. Um, yes, the QPs. What the I learned. home of uh, Ben Simmons. Yeah. Because oh, he's a baby. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We made that joke. Um, what I learned this week, Mizzou needs a new D.C., everyone. True. Uh, Steve Wilkes is out. He took a job back to the NFL. It sucks because he always felt a little overqualified for Mizzou D.C. He was an NFL head coach, an NFL defensive coordinator. Very, very good defensive coordinator. I know it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows for a lot of last year, but, I mean, he truly, as the – Weeks went by. He had that defense looking better and better every week. Uh, the presu- presumed favorite right now is Mizzou's safeties coach, Blake Baker. Um, Blake Baker. Me personally, boring name. No I think, and I tweeted about this, sometimes to go forward, <laughs> you need to go backwards. He stole that. Welcome, Vic Fangio. To the zoo! <laughs> I actually oh think boy. Jeff Fisher is the better option there. He's a DC literally, at heart. Literally both of those options would be just awful. That would they be would terrible. be horrible. That would bring people to the game. They would be Jeff horrible. Jeff Fisher would bring Mizzou fans together. I can, like, <laughs> in yeah. hatred? No, yeah. Barstool would be all over Mizzou. Oh, people that would is go true. to Mizzou games. That would be the best be, marketing we'd we'd get, We'd yeah. get NIL money they from should Barstool just do, for yeah, that. They should just do a celebrity, like um, a f- big famous coach. But oh my gosh. Jeff Fisher and Vic Fangio especially would hate recruiting. Vic Fangio they wouldn't would, have to do it. Vic Fangio would despise recruiting. Yeah. When was the last a, time Vic Fangio was in college football? I don't know if he's ever been in college football. Um, so, Peyton, I'm going to play a quick song for you since you uh, you you sang the lyrics to this song. Um, can you turn on the yeah. thing? Let's, let's hope this works. Go, go ahead. Sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. Everything that's wonderful is what this I This song feel was like. in Sunny with a Chance of Meatballs. That's not what Great I think film. of it from. I think of it as that from that uh, laptop commercial when we were like eight. 
Do you guys remember that? I don't know if I remember no. that. The laptop commercial where they're like, it's all the people like at was a it, candy store. Wait, opening was laptops. it was it Adele? It was Adele. But Adele was not singing. Oh. Vic Vangio was a graduate assistant at North Carolina. That is his only. Okay. North Carolina. Elia Drinkwitz was the offensive coordinator at NC State, right. which is <laughs> a few miles from Chapel Hill. There's a connection there. there. Also, I know the presumed favorite is Blake Baker. Drinkwitz has shown he does not really care about who he's worked Brett with Bielema. a lot. Oh, God, no. I um, want Brett Bielema. He did, like, Steve Wilkes and Elijah Drinkwitz had never even met, I don't think, before he was hired as DC. Oh, nice. So, it's um, a, so Drinkwitz is, than. yeah, Drinkwitz is willing to hire whoever he sees fit. Um, so Fair. we'll have to see. I did see a headline that this is, like, the best thing for Drinkwitz moving forward because he gets to choose. Choose, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gets more control. That'll be huge, yeah. Why doesn't he just call... Offensive and defensive plays. Because no. he already had enough <laughs> no. on his plate yeah. last year. No. He was the offensive he coordinator, recruit. QB yeah. coach, recruiter, and head football coach. Yeah. He um, started to outsource here's that an stuff idea. finally. Here's an idea. Um, <laughs> sorry, was that good? Was that, that was good. good. Um, Romeo Cornell from the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd, uh, he stepped down as assistant president of the Texans. and Looking for a DC. new opportunity? Yeah. Come to Columbia? That is the ultimate sometimes to move forward. You have to go backwards. There you go. You have to go back to college. You have to go back mm-hmm. to college. Um, I learned today that IUPUI, also known as Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis, uh, is having walk-on tryouts for their men's basketball mm-hmm. team. So they're, if anyone's interested, here's what you're getting into They're with one the in IUPUI 19. Jaguars men's basketball team. They are currently 12th in the Horizon League with a whopping... Two and twenty record. Oh my gosh, they won again. Who'd they just beat? Uh it looks like they beat I don't know. No, both of their wins were against early in the season against <sighs> non division one opponents. I was They're, gonna say I knew one of their wins I thought they were one in nineteen and their one win was against a non D one. No, they beat they beat a D one school. The lost it says they've lost three in a row. Oh. They beat somebody up wait, there. Wait, who did they beat? It looks like they beat. Oh, they beat East. Wait, East West University. Oh no, that's that's that's. Let a me loss. see it. I, I think it's go good. Back, to, go back. Go back. Go back. They lost to Butler. We're trying to find who they beat. I know one was a. They beat uh, Spalding. Look up. Spalding. The they beat Spalding and East West University. Who don't even have logos. Neither of whom have logos. Oh wow. On Google. They are two and twenty, zero and thirteen in conference, and they are down to six players due to injuries. Um, I so I have a feeling that head coach may have to do a lot of talking to keep. If his you would job. like to play UW, uh, if you'd like to play for IUPUI, you know. Maybe Jordan Wilmore could look for a transfer over there. Um, um, before the ratio of the week, I'd like to point out that Jack and I have been to IUPUI, and our true. friend uh, Brooke Kading will be attending there <laughs> this fall. Uh, that's Tyler's sister, who is a KCOU host. Um, ratio of the week, uh, Jonathan Allen, uh, pro bowler from Washington. Uh, he tweeted, I, well, I don't know if we can talk about Okay, that. well, he tweeted, there was a question about, you know, ask me anything, and he said, who are the three people Alive, uh, uh, dead, or just anybody yeah. that you'd like to eat or have dinner with. And uh, one was Michael Jackson, one was his grandpa, and the third one, I'm not going to say on air, but he ended up deleting the tweet. Oh boy. And in response to the person that was like, why would you say this? He got 590 quote tweets, 239 likes, 64 retweets. I promise you, all three of those were trolls of some sort. <laughs> there was no person out there that actually liked that. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to agree with that. Uh-huh. Uh, but he said he's a military genius and I. Uh, love his military tactics, but honestly, I would want to pick his brain and know why he, what he did. Oh, jeez. So, uh, Jonathan Allen, don't tweet that stuff, Why man. are you tweeting that? 
Yeah, deserved to get ratioed. Fair enough. Okay. Walter Payton, Man of the Year nominee, Jonathan Allen. Really? He, uh, unfortunately, was not the winner last night. Who was the winner? I believe it Andrew was actually Whitworth. Andrew Whitworth. But they didn't announce it. Is it I because they, I thought, thought, it was a fan is they thought? Is it because they thought he was Santa Claus, with his with his beard? He sure does look I, like it. Does I thought it was a fan vote though? I have no idea. Because Justin, who's your other, with one of your co-hosts with on Starting Left Bench, <laughs> on Mondays at three o'clock, um, <laughs> he he was always retweeting Kenny Moore stuff, and I was like, oh, Kenny Moore's gonna win this. Because no. you saw Justin retweet on <laughs> no, the, the, there was there was a fan vote for it. The Bears was Jimmy Graham. I did not retweet it once. I don't want Jimmy Graham to win anything. Who was the Seahawks? I don't know. I think okay. it was Russ. Oh, probably. Probably. It, it's sense. usually always Russ. Fair enough. Okay. Well, we're gonna kick it to another quick break. When we come back, we will have a special guest joining us for a big Super Bowl preview before we wrap things up this week. Stay tuned. It's currently three forty-two Central Standard Time here on the Unwritten Rule on KCOU eighty-eight point one FM. Do you love watching the Olympics? Do you devote hours of your life every four years to watching all the Olympic action? The Gold Standard on KCOU is here to keep you updated on the sports and athletes you love to watch, even when the Olympics aren't on. My name is Kara Brown, and each week I sit down to talk Olympic sports and athletes, and I always talk about figure skating. Be sure to tune in to the Gold Standard Tuesdays at 10 a.m. because the sports and the Olympics don't only happen every four years. Hey, yeah, you listening right now to KCOU 8.1 FM. Here, check out this sneak peek of what to expect on Cup of Bro. So if you had to give it like a flavor profile, would you call it like a Tahiti sunrise or more like a San Francisco fog? Um, I would say it's almost like a San Francisco dusk. It's not just flavors. We got sports too. From Wisconsin, Tyler Hero, <laughs> uh, the man, the myth, the legend. So join us Fridays at 11 a.m. Lay. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Welcome back to the Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM, everybody. It's that time. Super Bowl week. Super Bowl Woo! is this Sunday. Bengals, Rams, we're going to dive into... The breakdown of it. Oh my goodness, Kenny! That How was from when we were playing the. Um... Was that a text from your friend Aaron? No, <laughs> it was from Justin, who is co-host of Peyton's show, Starting Left Bench, on true Mondays at three. True, true. Uh, bringing the guest. Check it out. Okay, yes. Uh, making his first appearance on KCU, we have another first-time guest. Been been a long time since we have had a first-time guest. It's our good friend Adam Bednarak. Adam, welcome to the KCU Airwaves. How you guys doing? Good. How are you? Not bad. I just got out of school. Just got out of school. Hey, that's that's a big dub on a Friday too. You ready for the weekend? Yeah, big weekend. Super Bowl. Super Bowl, indeed. We're gonna talk all about it. Okay, diving into the preview. Um, oh, first of all, are we doing the? Yeah, I'll ask him. Yeah, go for it. Um, so Adam is a recent grad of uh, Indiana University, so we're gonna get a few takes from him about Connor Bazalak. IU basketball, and maybe a sports Chicago take that will make Peyton mad. <laughs> oh boy, let's hear it. What do, you, what do you want to talk about first here? We'll talk about Bazalak. Basil, yeah, Bazalak. Our first. boy, who we don't like. <laughs> you know, IU football. Any quarterback that stepped in from like from the transfer portal was stepping into like a tough situation because the schedule that is built in, we automatically have to play Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State, and Michigan. <laughs> like, but we have to play them. So that's already a tough 
obstacle to climb. And then we're also playing Cincinnati next year at Cincinnati. Oh, boy. Good luck, Connor. Oh, boy. He's going SEC Freshman of the Sorry, Year. Sorry, Connor. <laughs> he's going to be SEC Freshman of the Year. And by the end of his college career, he's just going to be an accountant. <laughs> um, but hopefully next year, I mean, next year is going to be pretty rough. But 2023 is kind of sort of the year where um, I believe our recruiting class coming in this year by 27 sports was like 20th or 21st. So tw- the 2023 season is going to be more telling, I think, than the 2022 one. All right, what about the what about your basketball program? Yeah. I, know, I know you guys got a good good uh good American basketball player named Miller Cop. <laughs> he needs to stop making TikToks. He, needs to, <laughs> he, just, he just runs to the corner and stands in the corner. He doesn't do anything. It's so weird. <laughs> is he the Juju Smith Schuster of the IU men's basketball program? Yeah, but like he's a good shooter too, though he just doesn't shoot. It's I don't understand like what he does. <laughs> That's tough. How how big of a fan of you are of the Mike Woods and hire so far, or so far? Uh, so the day he got hired, I was pretty upset because it, it seemed like they were just referring back to like the Bobby Knight era, and that was kind of frustrating. But I think he's he's really done a good job recruiting, and what he did the other night, suspending those five players for doing that thing in Chicago, yeah. really. Kind of that that's like an attestment to like he really wants to build the culture in a program. So so far, I think it's been um, a pretty good hire. Yeah, I remember hearing about that, and I was I was intrigued. I was like, ooh, this this should be a, an interesting story for him in Indiana. So that's that's cool that he's he's they beat Purdue hit the ground run a little bit. They did beat Purdue. Um, um, yeah, we actually got a text message for Adam oh, on okay. the text line. Uh, Someone uh, texted, please ask my good friend Adam what his thoughts are on the Ben Simmons trade. I know he was a big advocate of him coming to the Bulls. Ooh. Ooh. Ben Simmons is an awful NBA player. I don't put anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Fair um, enough. So jumping yeah, what, in from the Bulls stuff. What's the take? What's the take? What's the sports take that will make Peyton mad? Um, I don't know if I have one. I feel like Based off Twitter, me and Peyton are on the same most of the part. We're on the the same wavelength, wavelength. right? There's a lot of uh, on on the Cubs side of things. There's a lot of people that I really don't like on Cubs Twitter, but Adam is not one of them. He's one of the few people I think I agree with most of his takes on. So fair enough. He can't find one. Peyton's found a a Twitter equal, a Twitter someone who has someone who has. I have no what idea what was that, that noise? That noise? <laughs> I, I think it sounded like Godzilla just entered. The I, I think an, uh, Adam just got sucked up by an alien. Oh beam. no, Adam, are are you there? Are you reporting from Mars? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, diving into some Super Bowl stuff, Kenny. What lines do we have? Okay, right, I've got to? some. I've got. I know Adam. I know Adam likes some betting stuff. By okay. the way, I've seen him tweet. Um, so I'm gonna throw some throw some bets at you, Adam. You're gonna tell me which one you're gonna take. Uh, what will be greater, the Rams score scored in the game or Trey Young points on February 13th? Go <laughs> uh, with Trey Young. You're taking Trey Young. Trae That's Young. Minus, minus 130. I have one. What will Eminem wear on his, he- on his head at halftime? Nothing, a hat, a hood, a do-rag, or a bandana? Hat uh, with hood up. That was oh, right. oh, that's a good one. That's a good shout. Um, what would be greater, the total made field goals or Washington Capitals' total goals on February 13th? <laughs> field goals. Okay. Field goals. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how good the Capitals are this year. Yeah. Um, let's do two more. Okay. Um, completed minutes by first score in the Super Bowl 
or Jalen or Jalen Brown total rebounds versus the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, the first one was completed minutes before the before first the first touchdown. Um, I'll go Jalen Brown rebounds actually. Okay, yeah, Jalen Brown is even great. even bet. Um, I'm gonna. This is my last one. Uh, these are just at the bottom of this betting site I'm on. But <laughs> Daytona 500 average speed in miles per hour, <laughs> or Matthew Stafford's first half passing yards. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I think I gotta go with the average speed. Yeah. Oh, that'd be way really? higher. Yeah. I feel like I'd be way up. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it depends on. Well, you're they're driving. They're going like you're driving. Miles yeah. Per you're hour. driving. Are they going 200? Well, they're going way over 100, and I feel like it's not super likely that it'll be over so 100. If they go 150, asking Matt Stafford 150 in the first half. Yeah, season. that's that's yeah. that's a lot. I, that depends a lot on the. That's Bengals. one you might want to bet a lot on. It's an even bet if you barrel. take uh, Matthew Stafford. It's minus 130. Fair enough. If you take mm. Daytona. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's matchup wise. Matchups. Uh, we got some matchups for you, Adam. You can tell us who you're going to take here. Uh, do you think Ramsey is going to lock down Chase? Um, in the I'll say yes in the first half, and then the second half he won't. Okay. Okay. Uh, better quarterback. Uh, who's going to have the better line following the end of the game, no matter the outcome? Burrow or Stafford? Stafford. Okay. Sorry. Um. So this is our last matchup for you. Uh, the Rams are going to be playing at home. Uh, there's not many Rams fans in home. Yeah, there's not many Rams fans in Los Angeles. But do you think that's an advantage for the Rams? Um, I do because those guys all get to live in their house all week. They're not living in a hotel. You know what I mean? Oh, I do. I, I do get They're that. coming from the comfort the, of the their only own t- homes. That's the only fair. other time that a team has played in their stadium for the Super Bowl, they won. It was last year. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, so the uniforms. I don't know if you're a big uniform guy, Adam, but the, home, the, the team that's usually won, I think it's 16 of the last 18 years, has worn white, the winning team. <laughs> do you know what color the Rams are wearing? Um, are they wearing the the blue ones or are they, are they wearing white? No, yeah, they have to be wearing white because the Bengals are wearing um, black, aren't they? Yeah, yep. so the Bengals are going black tops, white bottoms. Ooh. Rams are going white tops, yellow bottoms. I got to praise the Bengals for that uniform The Bengals are That's clean. Good. All right, then this is our last thing about uniforms before we get into the actual pick, but what color will Odell Beckham's hair be? Um, for the Super Bowl, I actually know this one, and I want to know if you know. Um, I don't know, but I'm gonna throw out a guess, and I'm just visualizing green for some reason. That that is a good guess. Um, but it's purple. Ooh, why? It's it's like a pastel purple. It is. It's it, it's cool. It's a, it's a it's a light purple. Why though? I don't know. Why not? Reason? Why not? I don't know. I, thought, I was thinking maybe blue for the Rams. I don't know. No, I say why not? All right. Uh, I think it's for LSU. Oh, could be. Hmm. So. All right, are we diving into the formal, the formal yeah. predictions? Okay, Adam, this is the moment of truth. Uh, your winner of the Super Bowl, who's taking it home? Okay, so I, all week, like when the matchups first started, I thought right away, like my heart was saying the Rams were going to win. But for some reason, all week, like all the pictures of Joe Burrow, I'm getting this vibe that it's like the 2019 National Championship. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking Bengals big. I'm thinking like 34-13 Bengals. Oh, my Ooh. goodness. I like I it. Getting this vibe, but it's going to be like that LSU-Clemson uh, game. I don't know why. Just that's the vibe I get right now. Fair enough. Fair. All right. Our last pick of the season. 
Kenny. Who are y'all taking? Well, oh, the, by the way, who's the champ? Yeah, Peyton the is the champ. The champ is oh, right yeah, here. I don't care. So I'll read, I'll read the final scores. Peyton had 125. Jack had 122. I, I had 111. I did not catch the guess. The guess had 114. <laughs> guess. That's because you kept taking the Texans all yeah, year. Yeah, you took the Texans and The one week I didn't week. choose the Texans, they beat they, the Titans. Won, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Adam's pick is just no matter what he chose, it's going to put me in last place. Um, but I'm taking the Rams. Uh, not purely off of football, like you know, who they are, just where they used to play. I think St. Louis <laughs> oh, deserves a oh, Rams Lord. win. The Chiefs <laughs> lost. The Rams winning is the best thing that ever happened to this state. I will, I will. I'm not gonna say it. I'll do that thing at the columns that you're supposed to do one time oh, okay. in your okay. uh, tenure at Mizzou. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I'm gonna do that. Score quick if the Rams win. Uh, score. Um, 69-24. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't think you're going to get the score right. I really want to believe Joe Burrow can win. I don't care who wins. I like both these teams. I'm going to take the Rams for now. I think Matt Stafford gets it done. 34-24. I just think Aaron Donald's going to tear that interior O-line up. I think Joe Burrow's going to be too fast for Aaron Donald. They're just going to get the passes off. 24-21. Bengals for me um all right moon Choi uh was our guest last week the president of mizzou uh, he actually did not say who he's going to take i'm not sure he can take the rams uh considering the rams owner gives mizzou money we don't have to speculate uh, all right well I, I heard he was taking the rams though that'll have to wrap <laughs> things up for us adam thank you so much for joining we'll have to have you on again we appreciate uh, your insights. Adam's coming to Mizzou in April. He uh, promised me, so maybe he can come in, in live. Well, there you go. Um, we'll have to bring him in live. Last thing I need to shout out, my dog turned three today. Happy birthday, Edie Beth. Oh, happy birthday, Edie, <gasps> Edie Beth. Beth. And everyone go watch the Super Bowl. It's going to be super hype, and we will see. We will talk all about it next week on The Unwritten Rule. Hope everyone enjoyed the show, and everyone have a fun and safe weekend. Later.